This is Scott Vanderplu, and you're listening to the Artist's Edition Index Podcast, episode 28. to this episode of All Things AE, taking the written word from the website, aeindex.org, the Artist Edition Index, and bringing it to the spoken word in this podcast. Um, sorry that there was no podcast last month. Had some issues and some thinking involved because, as we all know, the release schedule of these books has slowed down significantly uh, back to the early days we had a few years of you know 15 to 20 books a year and we're a little over 100 books total from all publishers but things have really slowed down I'm recording this on March 29th and we've had one book release this year and that was the first week of January um, since then we've had a few solicits but things have moved right now. The next book coming out is May 1st, and that's a second print. And the first new material will be May 29th, if that holds its schedule. So that means for this year, I guess we'll have two books May 29th. But if that means for this year, say, first half, uh, we're going to have three AE format books. And the second half is looking a little bit better. We've seen some advanced solicits from Fantagraphics, so that's nice. And uh, some IDW stuff has really moved into late third quarter. But, I mean, the year's young. Lots of times for solicits, but that means as well that uh, there's less going on on the website. And that means when there's less going on on the website, there's also less for me to talk about on the podcast. And I realize this is only 30 minutes of me, you know, soloing into a microphone. But uh, that also reduces what I can talk about. So last month I had I had some I just had I had a hard time recording it and uh, I wasn't happy with the result and I didn't post. So we're back with episode 28 and it's uh, surprising what's out there. But uh, first we should uh, mention that uh, again all this material can be found at aeindex.org. You can email me any questions or concerns you have scott at aeindex.org. I try and respond fairly quickly. I'm also on the socials, uh, Facebook slash Artist Edition Index, and Twitter at AE Index. I thought about, oh, Google, I was on Google Plus, but that's gone now, right? So Google canceled that platform. So I'll stick with the two. thought about Tumblr, I guess, but I don't really have a daily imagey thing that I do on Tumblr. And uh, I could probably get more interest if I did the same thing on Pinterest. I don't know. I'm still thinking about what I can do with these books. And what I could do as a, as a moving forward, keeping interest. All right. Let's get into things. Let's talk about shipping changes. Since we didn't have anything last month, let's talk about what was new, what was added, and what's changed. So as I said earlier, so we have Bernie Wright's and Artifact Edition new printing. That's now scheduled for May 1st. So new cover, same material. Uh, Berkeley Breathes Bloom County Artist Edition is scheduled for May 29th. And uh, Scott Dun- Dunbeer just uh, posted a picture on Facebook, and I uh, I re uh, I shared that with the Artist Edition Index page of him holding the uh, printing proof for that book. So that he says in the Facebook thing, it's out end of April, but 
the solicitation changes to May 29th, so I don't think that's going to happen. Um, what else? Oh, uh, last month we had some new solicitations, as I said. So Spawn Vault Edition 2 was solicited for July. That's nice. Uh, Walter Simonson Star Wars Artist Edition was solicited for July. Uh, Frank Thorne's Gita and Erotic Treasury Archival Edition Volume 2 was put on the Diamond Schedule for August 28th. Uh, we talked about that previously. It was a Kickstarter. Um, P. Craig Russell's The Selfish Giant and Other Stories Fine Art Edition. I don't have a firm date for this because it's a Kickstarter, but uh, Wayne Allen Harold did say that uh, with uh, some things that happened, the lettering and stuff uh, was delaying production, so it would be out at the end of August. So with that, I just put the August 31st, last day of the month. And then Don Rose's The Life and Times of Scrooge McDuck Volume 2 Arts Edition was moved to September 25th. That's now two years later than its initial solicitation. And James Cameron's The Abyss Artisan Edition, adapted by Michael W. Kaluta. Title, you know, we'll see what the title actually ends up being when we see the colophon when the book's released. But that's been moved to September 25th as well. And like I said, I don't have official diamond solicitations for two other books, but um, Fantagraphics did a press release. They're on the uh, Amazon and other things. They're in the W. W. Norton Fantagraphics Fall Catalog, which you can get on uh, Ada Weiss if you want to see it. Uh, those two books are Daniel Klaus, the Fantagraphics Studio Edition, and Ed Piscor, the Fantagraphics Studio Edition, both uh, early October. So as you can see that they've changed the naming convention to listing the creator first and then the uh, Fantagraphics Studio Edition. Before it was Fantagraphics Studio Edition first, and then the creator's name, which I don't know. Either way is fine, but why change after releasing three books? Why change the format now? I guess that's the option. Yeah, that's interesting. The, uh, the Piscar book is uh, weird dimensions. 12.75 by 19.75 inches, so it's a different format for sure. Uh, interesting stuff. We'll see when those solicitations come out. I should... Uh, let me go back to February solicitation since there was no podcast and talk about those three books. That way we've got that info out there just in case you missed it. So as well on the site I made some changes. I was listing the diamond month of the catalog. So say this catalog is uh, was the March catalog for solicitations of May 2019 and later. So I just changed the I changed the, the, the post title now says May 29 solicitations, which is what the catalog was soliciting. Yet, interestingly, the diamond catalog uh, for, you know, uh, weeklies or pamphlet comics, stuff that comes out every week, the 32-page format, they're two months ahead, but everything else just seems to be three months, four months, five months. All right, so let's talk about those three solicits. Frank Thorne's Gita and Erotic Treasury Archival Edition, Volume 2. In 1978, fresh off his run in Red Sonia, Frank Thorne went on to create the lusty warrior goddess Gita. In 2017, Hermes Press published Frank Thorne's Gita and Erotic Treasury, scanned in color from Thorne's original artwork, showcasing some of Frank's earliest Gita artwork. Now Gita's adventures continue as Hermes offers up the final volume of Frank Thorne's Gita and Erotic Treasury. This massive tomb features the final two Gita stories, along with a bevy of extras, all reproduced from Frank's original pen and ink originals. Scheduled for August 2nd, 2019, 12 by 17, 144 pages, $150. So standard 
same as the last time of what we actually received, not what was solicited. Uh, but I, I think I've harped on that enough. We'll give uh, we'll give Hermes uh, Press a break from that. All right, next up, Spawn Vault Edition Volume Two. Todd McFarlane has once again opened his personal vault to showcase Spawn Eight to Fifteen in their original artboard form. This new oversized Spawn Vault Edition artboard book will include never-before-published original artboards, plus a few extra surprises from series creator Todd McFarlane, including the chance of a one-of-a-kind sketch by McFarlane himself, which will be inserted into randomly selected books. Collect Spawn 8 to 15. So it's 12 by 17, 208 pages, $175, and releasing July 17th. Now, last time, every volume was signed and some of them were notarized and some a few had sketches so it sounds like we're not getting the signed pages this time we are getting some random sketches so same price same content I think but we're getting a little bit less so that's a tiny bit disappointing let's just have a quick look at the first edition so I'm on the uh, on the index proper and it was 184 pages, $175. So we get so we get in a few more pages this time, no signature page. Well, a bit disappointing. All right. Last book that was solicited was Walter Simonson's Star Wars Artist Edition. Comic legends Walter Simonson and Tom Palmer collaborated on a wonderful run of Star Wars comics in the early 1980s before the release of The Empire Strikes Back. Like all artist editions, each page has been meticulously scanned from the original art from the personal archives of both artists and presented at 100% of actual size. Solicited for July 24th, that will change, I'm sure. 12 by 17, 144 pages, so standard IDW solicitation, that page count it almost always changes. $125. So interesting, the, uh, the mock-up cover says Walter Simonson, not Walter Simonson's Star Wars artist edition, and then it says in the corner with Tom Palmer. I always find it interesting that uh, the pages are scanned from both artists' archives. Does Tom Palmer have all his original art? If so, that'd be pretty great. I wonder if he does. Definitely have to think about that. All right. Um, uh, the solicitations page has links to things from another world and Forbidden Planet. So I got some, I got some Forbidden Planet links going on the solicitations page now. For our UK friends, I do. Uh, I've had a few affiliate purchases, so that's great to see. Thanks, everybody. Talk about that in a minute. All right, let's talk about one more thing while we're here. So, some new things appeared on the site this month. Two things. I created a. Oh, I created a poll in collaboration with one of our Patreon patrons and frequent reader, Mark. Oh, I'm sorry. David J. I'm trying not to use full names on the podcast. I think I talked about that last month. Who provided me the material? Gave me the poll questions, and then I uh, went online and found some sample pages so people could get an idea. And then uh, I'm using a new plugin called uh, Forminator on uh, my site. It is a WordPress site. So the graphics are a little bit different. I'm doing a pie chart, and uh, I like the colors. Works out fairly well, better than the... Uh, a, a Scott Dunbeer Awards uh, plugin that I was using previously. I'll probably switch to this one as well. All right. It's, uh, yeah, so it's going to be appearing, I don't know, say 15th to end of month every month, and then it will be closed, and you can always view the results. 
it is uh, pinned so it's the uh, the poll is going to be the first thing on the website every time you go on and uh, I voted in this one I don't vote in the uh, Scott Denby rewards but I voted in this I voted for uh, Paul Smith because he is you know it's that's nostalgia because pure nostalgia speaking uh, Paul Smith was the X-Men artist when I started reading X-Men and then Ramita Jr followed closely so I'm a big fan of those Cochran was before me and I never really got a taste for it I mean I love Art Adams and uh, Mark Silvestri that was sort of the end of when I was reading X-Men so that's not a big thing for me either but leading the polls is Arthur Adams followed by Paul Smith Dave Cockrum, Mark Silvestri and Ramita Jr. Sally Ramita Jr. is getting the least votes interesting alright the other new thing on the site, and I'm running out of ways to name things. I call this the AE Artist Index, just to you know try and work that in everywhere. And this is an alphabetical list by artist. And when I say artist, I mean penciler, inker, layout, finish, backgrounds, color if it's mentioned. For everybody who's done any work as an artist in an AE format book, I was going to include letterers, but uh, I thought I'm that's just getting a bit ambitious. I think. So if you go to the page, it's right there at the top of the site, and it's also linked from the index proper page. And I've got uh, I've got the alphabet along the top. As you can see, there's no U's and no X's because they're black. But otherwise, you can click the letter, the alphabet, and it will take you to that letter, and you can see the work. So I clicked on N, and Klaus Nordling had uh, work appear in two volumes: Will Eisner's The Spirit Arts Edition, Volume One, and Will Eisner's The Spirit Arts Edition, Volume Two. And in N, we also have Kevin Nolan, America's Best Comics Artist Edition and Marvel Covers Artist Edition. So I think it's informative. And as I said, you know, the with um, the amount of reviews slowing down for the site because new material is slowing down, I'm trying to provide as much information as possible with the books I have so that people looking, searching, wanting to get these books will know or can know what book they want based on information that I can provide. I'm going to have them all. It's right there. Interestingly, this material was uh, gathered just from my reviews from the images because I always take a picture of the all the index pages. Or if, uh, if there's multiple index pages, I take the pictures of all those and that appears in the review. So it's fairly straightforward to put this together. Just time consuming. The one book I have not completed putting on this is the Sandman Gallery Edition because, as you know, there's a page from every Sandman. And uh, I have not pulled that uh, book aside and gone through every page yet. So that is going to happen. Just that's the last thing I need to do for sure. All right. That is the new things appearing on the site this month. So pretty exciting. Let's talk about what else has been on the site. So I've been doing these uh, when I see something on the Internet. Um, somebody talking about anything that's artist edition related. I put up a, uh, a post on the site and I say blah 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 talks blah blah blah. So there's been a few previously. Um, if it's just a quick mention on Facebook, like no real talking, you know, just a hey this is happening or hey this is happening, I don't post it. But if someone actually has a discussion about something online, I put it up. So this month, um, March, I put up two things. Uh, Brendan H. Wright talks gallery editions and that's... Um, he helped put together Robocop versus the Terminator Gallery Edition and Usagi Ujimbo Samurai and Other Stories Gallery Edition. So that's an interesting article. Uh, I should read that. I asked him a question and he didn't. He thought that I asked, 
was the Gallery Edition name chosen when they did that first one, the Robocop vs. Terminator, and he believes that was already picked before he got involved. So, interesting. And I think that's a, an interesting point as well because Dark Horse had several volumes out before Graffiti Designs decided to release their own line using the same name, which I've never understood. Also, this for the first time, I've included um, Scott Dunbeer talks Joe Kubert's Tarzan because he's actually got a little, on Facebook, he got a little bit of a story about Joe Kubert, the first uh, Tarzan AE that came out. And because it's Facebook, I thought I'm going to copy and paste the entire post, put it on the, the entire, yeah, post from Facebook, put it on my site. I've included the links so you can, and recommend that you do go read the comments because they're always interesting, but I'm not sure how open that is or for as far as Facebook and Stud Dunbeer. I don't know if you have to be his friend to read it, so I thought I'll just copy the whole thing. So that's nice as well. All right, I'm at the, huh, wow, at the halfway mark, so I should mention that uh, Artist Edition Index is uh, just all me. I know I, sh you know, you're taught to use the we when you discuss things, but I just can't be bothered. I do everything on the site. And uh, so I just say I. And the site is supported two ways, through Patreon and through uh, affiliate links. I've got a Patreon. Uh, it's a dollar a month. If you'd like to support the site, you can you give a dollar a month or more. It's up to you. I'm very thankful for the supporters I have. Helps me buy the books. As well, I have affiliate links. So if you live in the UK or the United States, then if you could use my affiliate links for things from another world or... Amazon, or as I said in the UK, I've got uh, Forbidden Planet, or if you live elsewhere in the world, I've got uh, Amazon.ca links, and I've got eBay links. So lots of opportunities that if you're interested in buying something from some of these platforms, if you could click my link, I get a small amount, and as I said, every little bit helps, keeps the site going, and keeps me in books, so greatly appreciated. Uh, while there's been this dearth of material as far as in AE format books go, I have been catching up on my other things, and that is the Artist Edition portfolios. This month, I have them all now. Uh, over Christmas, uh, those I didn't have that I'd been purchasing from eBay and um, comic shops, I uh, bought the last three I needed from my local comic shop because... Uh, as I said, I think previously I've got a deal worked out with them to get a good discount on all the stuff. So, And it's good to support your, support your local comic shop. So let's talk about the two I reviewed. The first one is Wally Wood Thunder Agents Edition Portfolio. I'm sorry, Thunder Agents Artist Edition Portfolio. And again, that's the Wally Wood, not Wally Woods, because uh, DC currently has the rights to Thunder Agents, I believe. Or maybe they don't, but... I think when this was released, in, they did, so they don't indicate the ownership of the name. Yada yada. Let's get the blurb. Wally Wood is recognized as one of the finest talents to ever grace the comics medium. In the 1950s, he was one of the brightest stars in the legendary EC stable of artists, including being one of the key artists on the groundbreaking Mad. In the 1960s, Wood reinvigorated Marvel's Daredevil, including designing the classic costume. Soon after, Wood turned his sights on a new superhero venture, the Thunder Agents. Wood co-created the team, including the iconic Dynamo. Now IDW proudly presents a selection of gorgeous wood art, all scanned from the originals and printed at full size. Wood's art is increasingly rare and sought after by collectors. Few have even seen his originals. Don't miss this opportunity to own the next best thing at a fraction of the cost. Bonus, several plates penciled by Steve Ditko and Reed Crandall. 
We got 15 plates, they're 15 by 22. This was released April 20th, 2016 for a $49.99 US cover price. When you crack it open, you see that as always the uh, nice hard uh, hardcover case, slipcase, portfolio, whatever you want to call it. And then on the inside, table of contents on the right side under the portfolio plates, we've got uh, what every page is. So that's nice to see with credits. So we've got uh, wood ink by uh, Dan Adkins, and then we've got uh, a pencils by Steve Ditko ink by wood, and a pencils by Reed Crandall ink by wood. So two, actually two Ditko plates, one Crandall plate. And then uh, check out the pictures. I had uh, some issues with the scans a bit. A few of them just seemed like a bit soft to me. I have a uh, it's the text or not. It's a real mixed bag, this portfolio. Uh, it's great to see this art. Uh, I really enjoyed the, uh, actually the Ditko. Ditko Ink by Wood is really nice. I didn't realize how much I'd enjoy it. Uh, I'm not a giant fan of wood. I've got all the material, obviously. But, uh, yeah, that uh, the Ditko Inked by Wood is really awesome. And then, of course, the covers are great. The, the wood, the di there's, a, there's one Dynamo cover, and there's a rough which uh, just looks odd, actually. It was a, it's smaller than the rest, so it's uh, it doesn't really fit in with the 15 by 22 material. And uh, we got a couple splashes, and uh, we got some pages. So it's a mixed bag. And thankfully, uh, we got that index to tell us what's what because I wasn't sure what. I mean, if I I had them out of order, and it took me a bit of a scramble to get them back into order, so I'd know what's happening. But uh, Nice portfolio for wood fans. 50 bucks though. 15 pages. I realize it's 15 by 22, but the, the prices for these portfolios are all over the place. And, uh, yeah. Let me move to the second portfolio, which was EC Covers Portfolio Artist Edition. So, this is just weird. Let me give you the blurb and then I'll talk about it. From IDW Publishing, the EC Covers Artist Edition portfolio is available only from IDW Publishing. And features eight classic EC covers, each one printed on heavy stock and printed to the same exacting standards as all artist editions. Crime Suspense Stories 22 by Johnny Craig, Tales from the Crypt 46 by Jack Davis, Weird Fantasy 15 by Al Feldstein, Weird Science Fantasy 29 by Frank Rosetta, Haunt of Fear 20 by Ram Ingalls, Two Fisted Tales 25 by Harvey Kurtzman, Weird Fantasy 21 by Al Williamson and Frank Rosetta, and Incredible Science Fiction 33 by Wally Wood. This was released January 8th, 2014. It's 15 by 22, 8 plates. Um, I put 50 US because that's what I had listed. I The copy I have is uh, I bought from a comic shop. It had some dinged corners. So I paid 30 bucks for it. And uh, with some pressure and some... Actually, I took, a, I took an old wooden clipboard and cut it in half and then used the two parts with... Uh, binder clips to pressure the corner so it would be flat. Um, but I had, see, so yeah, mine's got some issues, no price on it. So I looked online, I couldn't find an original page for this. I looked on Diamond, it's still listed, but that just lists cost because it, was, it wasn't, didn't, at the time, IDW wasn't doing cover price on these. So, bit of a mystery. So this one has the eight plates on the right in the pocket and the table of contents on the left, which I think I like the table of contents better on the left than the right. And uh, very odd, 
the design of this portfolio is completely different than every other IDW portfolio. Every portfolio shares that same design, the color, the image, uh, the circles you know, on the cover and throughout, and then the color code, the color keys code on the bottom. And this is none of that. This is the brown black. It's sharing the, it's mostly it's sharing the covers from the um, Best of EC artist edition. And uh, the other weird thing is that um, these eight plates all appear in other books. So none of them, nothing is original here or unique to the portfolio. And that's the first of anything. I'm, the scans are all awesome. And these are great images. I mean, I actually bought this portfolio for the uh, that Frazetta pay cover because it's awesome. My favorite thing. I think I said the same thing when the uh, Best VC Volume 1 came out. But um, weird. The other weird thing is the naming. So EC Covers Portfolio Artist Edition. Every other Artist Edition Portfolio is Artist Edition Portfolio. So it would be EC Covers Artist Edition Portfolio. But that's what's listed in the colophon. So that's what I'm going with. I'm not sure if it's colophon in the, uh, because it's a portfolio and it's not a book. But format's the same. And I don't believe it's an indicia because of the, um, it doesn't, it's not a, periodical and it does not list subscription rates so I don't think it would be an indicia alright great scans, beautiful hard to find, gotta buy it online um, eBay or I've actually seen this on Heritage a few times so either you're going to pick it up at a at, um, an auction site or online but if you're a fan of this material it's gorgeous and of course we've seen it all but that doesn't make it any less relevant to portfolio. And that's really the thing, right? The, and that's been my argument the whole time with these artist edition portfolios is I'd, I'd like to see them in a book. I'd like to see them read. Um, all the other portfolios are, well, most of the other portfolios are complete stories. A couple of them are just random pages, understood. Like the uh, Wally Wood. Actually, the rest, I think, are complete stories. Well, when I finish the review... I'll get to that, but this this one covers. I mean, this is take one out and display it, right? That's that's the beauty of it. I love the uh, yeah, just a ton of great material actually in this portfolio. So, if you're into into it for the images, then this is the portfolio to get. Um, as I was babbling there, I should have mentioned that uh, I did when the portfolios are done, I will do an article about the IDW artist edition portfolios, trying to give as much information as possible about what it was, what happened, um, its demise, because Scott Dumbier has said that it's done, the orders were just decreasing, and then the last one, which was the Alex Toth story that was listed, just got cancelled because the orders were too low. I'm still working on my article of um, what's wrong with the, how the our AE format books are being solicited, uh, promoted, and sold. But it's taking on a life of its own. It's going to be quite long. So I'm still working on that. And I've skipped the order of things how I do. But let's, um, there were no, obviously the last book sold was in January. So there are no sales to look at for artist editions. But there are the out-of-print uh, monthly sales. And again, out-of-print for me means on diamond it's listed as back ordered or it's listed as out of print not available so that's why the list keeps growing because more and more of these keep going um, back ordered and they don't come in so let's look at those sales quickly and then we'll wrap things up one copy of alien the illustrated story the original edition sold for $100 so there's a early book that uh, 
fluctuates rapidly. Bernie writes an artifact edition, five copies sold, 137.58 average. One copy of Best of EC Comics Volume 1, Artist Edition sold. I gotta change that title because it's actually yeah, work on that later, sorry. 125. Bill Sienkiewicz's Mutants and Moon Knights and Assassins Artifact Edition, two copies sold for 122.50 average. Dave Stevens Rocketeer Artist Edition, first print, one copy sold, 189. David Mazzicelli's Daredevil Born Again Artist Edition, two copies sold, an average of 199.99. Actually a bit down from what the normal price goes for. Two copies of Don Rose's The Life and Times of Scrooge McDuck, Volume 1, Artist Edition. 107.50 average. One copy of Fantagraphic Studio Edition, How Foster's Prince Valiant, for 136.50, bar again. One copy of Frank Cho's Savage Wolverine Artist Edition, sold for 149.99. So that was the one cent below cover. And that's, I think that, that's, that's one of the odd ones that came out last year and then just never just sold out, not available. One copy of Frank Miller's Daredevil Artifact Edition sold for $69.99. That is a crazy low bull price. I don't know what happened there. Two copies of Frank Miller's Sin City, The Hard Goodbye Curator's Collection sold for $101.50. Now, there's a book that's still available for Amazon in a lot of places, so that's interesting to see that sell quite below cover on eBay. One copy of Gil Kane's The Amazing Spider-Man Artist Edition for $90. Two copies of Jack Davis's EC Stories Artist Edition, averaging $99.35. One copy of Jack Kirby's Fantastic Four Artist Edition. One fourteen ninety nine. Four copies of Jim Lee DC Legends Artifact Edition, averaging one hundred seven forty nine. One copy of Jim Starlin's Marvel Cosmic Artifact Edition for one forty nine ninety nine. So over cover there. One copy of John Burns Fantastic Four's Edition for one twenty nine ninety nine. No X Men Artifact Editions this month. One copy of John Romita's The Amazing Spider Man Artist Edition for one fifty. There's a bit of a jump there. Another twenty twelve book. One copy of Mike Mignola's Hellboy and Hell and Other Stories Artist Edition. Oh, so two copies, sorry, for eighty-three fifty average. Wow, that's and again quite low, especially considering that second print came out at one fifty. All right, Suju Aragon is Grew the Wanderers Edition. Two copies, ninety-five. Star Wars Dark Times Guide Edition. One copy, thirty dollars. Ouch! Back to those deep dive discount prices. The Book of Ballads, the original art edition. One copy, thirty-one fifty. That's I mean, man, less than half. One copy of Wally Woods EC Stories Artist Edition first print for one sixty. One copy of the second print for one seventy nine ninety five. Not quite sure how that went. One copy of Walter Simonson's Thor Artist Edition first print one hundred twenty dollars. That is the sales for last month on eBay. Actually, that would be February sales, which is last month. All right. I did some rejigging of the uh, index as well uh, as I was going through all those books, listening at the uh, colophon. I know there's, you know, those early IGBRS editions, they like to use a colon in the name, and then a lot of the f- volume ones didn't have volume one in the name, or it was added after, or it was kind of strange. So I tried to clean those up in the index and on the reviews, but I see I've got to clean those names up as well in my solicitations uh, page or the uh, out of print sales pages. So I'll try and get back to that. Thank you for joining me this month. As I said, uh, everything we do is available uh, online at aeindex.org. Reach out to me at scott at aeindex.org. Any questions, concerns, ideas, thoughts, suggestions, help on the site you'd like to provide? uh, Always looking at new things to do. And uh, support us on Patreon and through our affiliate links. Thanks, and you will hear from me next month.